You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You cannot encourage people to pick me up. It's, It'll make you happy. It, it does not make me happy. Human I, interaction I've, can cause happiness. I'm afraid sometimes. you've said it so many times that now people are starting to think that I really do want that to happen. I think they are. No, see, and I'm fine with a hug. A hug's good. But once you try to pick me up, no little what guy. What if someone hugs you, but then they accidentally lift you off the ground a little bit because you're a little guy? No, that's no. Then you're hugging wrong. Then that's that's the problem of the Maybe hugger. Maybe that's how somebody hugs. Like you don't need to be so rude to them. Uh, no, but they do not need to pick me up. Okay, I'll explain this. Every short person in the world understands what I'm saying right now. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Big thank you to all of our listeners and all of our people out there around the world who go to... All the people all around the world. All the people in the great big wide world. Because you know what unites us all? Not only Fun Employment Radio, but... The World Wide Web. Indeed, the World Wide Web that we're all a part of nowadays, what the kids are all talking about, and what they're, what they're saying, what I heard on the streets is, oh, no. they talk about going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Now, the Amazon link, it's like going into this wild shopping world where you can buy pretty much anything you want, whatever you want. And it's really cool because you could be shopping in the same store as somebody is, you know, like in Japan. You're shopping at the same time. That's the magic of the internet. <laughs> That's the magic of the World Wide Web. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's the bottom line we wanted to get across there. Also, uh, we've got to talk about the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Oh, I'm so excited for tonight. I is- need a, I need a feel-good night, Greg. Yeah, I think so, You know so what would make me feel better? As if people picked you up. See, and this is the pro- – okay, we've got to talk about this, <laughs> about this whole pickup thing. And we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about Bingo Night. I'll, I'll say something – Really quick, that that happened to me here just before, like literally just before we started this show and how this whole pick-me-up thing to make me feel better thing started happening. I'll, I'll just backtrack it. Uh, I did, There was an issue uh, kind of breaking down the wall just before we started this. Uh, long story short, we are, we're getting our, our fun employment radio taxes done. I mean, it's a small business just like any business. It's really boring to talk about, so we don't ever bring it up. Are you kidding me? I could listen to you talk about it for hours. Talk about accounting and taxes. Here's the problem. Um I made a mistake back in April, and I didn't catch it, and it screwed up the entire year. So I've been having to go back through, and it's my own fault, nobody else's fault, and and I realize that, so it's it's my job to fix it. But I've gone back through and, and have been going through line-by-line items, comparing things to make sure everything oh, matches okay. back up. And I saved that. I was up till about 1230, or, and I, I don't know, I worked out for hours and hours and hours. And I saved it as a document. I saved it on not realizing as a CSV document with all of my work and notes on it. I should have saved it as an Excel document. And when I went to open it back up, it scrambled all of my work. So I saved it multiple times, but I opened it up. All of the hours of work that I've done are garbage now. So I have to redo all of it. And Greg just found this out like, <laughs> literally minutes before we're getting ready to start the show. And yeah, we're supposed yeah. to be it's, – it's fun employment, not sad employment radio. No, and it's not accounting employment radio. <laughs> so, uh, no. So I'm like sitting over here since Greg's like, oh, <laughs> well, oh, it's, oh no, I think oh no. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, and, and I haven't had a document lost in years because I, I'm, 
I am obsessive about saving things and making sure that I always have it saved up to date. But the problem is I just saved it wrong. So no matter how many times I saved it, it didn't really matter. It wasn't going to work out for me in the end. And I mean, I think everybody's had that happen where you save something wrong and it just, if you feel like you're kicked in the gut, like it just like, oh, and then, and then the problem is we were talking about this and then Sarah started calling me Eeyore. Yeah, because you are, because I'm sorry, I'm not you, Eeyore. you have, you are perpetually Eeyore. You have a little black cloud following you, <laughs> raindrops falling on your head everywhere you go. And you kind of look like Eeyore today too, because you're wearing like a purpley blue shirt. I am wearing a purple <laughs> shirt. Yes. <laughs> but that doesn't make me Eeyore. No, Eeyore. No, Eeyore's a very lovable character, and you feel sorry for Eeyore, and you don't want Eeyore to be sad. But Eeyore's just always sad because bad things are happening to Eeyore. Not... And it's not raining anywhere else, just right on top of Eeyore. <laughs> it's kind of you. Yeah, but I mean— I mean, I, I know it's a little too close to home, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not Eeyore, though, because Eeyore's just sad no matter what, like if good things are happening. <laughs> That's— it just, it's, you know, when the hits come, the hits come. And it's one of those things. Now I know that I've got hours more of work to do because all the work I've done just was meaningless. I wasted that time. I mean, that so time on Earth really, that I can't get time, that time back. Can you even call it work now that it doesn't exist? I guess not. No. I guess I just wasted. So you just wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time staring at a screen and clicking on it for nothing. Like, I will never get back those hours that I spent on it. They're gone. Life doesn't give you an extra hour Nothing at the end. Nothing to show for I don't it. get a sick day at the end or like an extended uh, time at the end of this Life thing. Life doesn't give you sick days. No. No. So those hours are burned. They were wasted. I wasted life by saving that file wrong. <sighs> anyway, hope everybody can come out to bingo night tomorrow or tonight. Well, you can't even plug bingo correctly, Greg. I don't know. Yet another thing, another raindrop Boy, in the cloud Boy, that music just got me head. right down. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> Tony says, think of it as practice. <laughs> it's true. I know what to do, but it's not going to So now you just have any. to do the same thing all over do again. Do the same thing all over again. I did do it while I was watching The Expanse. I'll give you that. But then I finished The Expanse. I can't so wait. Now oh, I can't thank watch God you're finished with it. it. Thank God. What? I'm so annoyed with you talking about that Why? show. Why? The Expanse is fantastic. I bet it is. But now you've like – you've. That's why I didn't watch Man in the High Castle for so long because you said that I get obsessed with things, yeah. but so do you, and that's all you talk about. Yeah. Like when you're obsessed with like your dinosaur game. That's all the, that's the all dino- that you would that talk about. That was years ago I was obsessed with the dinosaur game. Yeah, but you game. were like uh, obsessed with it. And then when you were obsessed with Man in the High Castle, and that's what turned me off from it because I'm like, if this is making Greg this happy. Because <laughs> Greg likes something, then I might. <laughs> if it's making Greg this happy, I clearly don't like it. And, <laughs> so, and so now like The Expanse sounded like an interesting show and I totally wanted it. But now you've ruined it because you've talked about it too much. <laughs> Just babbling about how good it is. Well, it is. The Expanse, just for anybody who doesn't know, The Expanse is oh, a television God. series set in about, uh, I think, the 23rd century where humans have colonized the solar system. And it starts off with Earth and Mars. Mars is a military giant power. And the, the two planets are on the verge of going to war. And then you have the belt people on the outer planets, and they live on the asteroid belt, and they do all the mining work, and nobody likes them, and they're mistreated. And they grow up on on. Well, less gravity, so their bones are all uh, weak, so they can't handle Earth gravity. It's torture to them if you put them on Earth's gravity. Anyway, it's a wonderful show, and I watched that while I was wasting time. I just totally – are you done talking about it? I'm done talking about it I now. Complete, I could I swear, gun to my head, I would – I absolutely tuned out. I have no idea what you talked about. It's a wonderful show. I heard show. something in space, and then like it was like a zzzz. 
You don't like space shows, do you? I like space shows. I'm a huge Star Trek fan, and I also love Battlestar Galactica. I like space shows. Then you would like The Expanse. I know that I would, but you've ruined it for It's both it of those much. things. Actually, those would be the two series that I could compare it to. I mean, it's not as good as either of those, but it's along the lines. Anyway, that's The Expanse. That's my review of that. This is Fun Employment Radio. So we do have our bingo night tonight, and, uh, and I'll explain the picking up thing. So... Um, it's Bingo Nights at uh, Landmark Saloon tonight, 4847 Southeast Division. Sign if you're up, anywhere... start at 6 p.m. And then uh, Bingo's going to kick off at 6.30, but we play multiple rounds, even if you have to show up a little late. Yeah, uh, you should be fine. Up. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. And the, the, when I was going through my sad moment there right before we started the show, Sarah always jokes about how people should pick me up. Now, if, you, if you've never seen me, I know on the radio or on the podcast, I sound like a, a beastly, large, empowering, you know, empowering my... man. Favorite thing is when we'll meet people for the first time and they'll look at me and like they'll look at Greg and they'll be like, and then they'll look at me and they'll be like, he isn't as small as you said he was. Because <laughs> I think people like genuinely assume that you're like four foot six. Yeah. Like they probably. think you're tiny. Yeah. Because I've just pounded it in like for so long. You, yeah. You've relentlessly <laughs> pounded it in that I'm I'm the tiniest person in the world, which I am a short person. You are a very small person. I'm a short American. You are slight and I'm fine of stature. With that. I am a short American, and I am 100% okay with that. Why are you adding that. American onto this? I don't know, but just, I'm adding it in. That's so random. <laughs> I'm a short American. And we're, we're people, too. And at Sarah, though— I don't even know how to respond to that. You did says, good. <laughs> Sarah always talks about how people need to come and pick me up. So this has been a problem my entire life because I've always been the short get. Like— it, Growing up, I was always short. I was never that moment where, you know, it's like, oh, I'm tall all the way to the age of 10 and then I just stopped growing or something like that. Those are the people with short man syndrome. And that's, this is, that's a divisive thing in the short community. And I think the people with short man syndrome, they were tall once for their age. Like, this, is like your, this is your shortest conspiracy theory. It's my thesis, yeah, about how people oh, get short Oh, it's a thesis now. It's not a theory. I'm working it's it a into thesis. A, I'm okay. working it into a thesis okay. that that's where short man syndrome comes from. Those people were taught like maybe till middle school or something like that. And then they just stopped growing and they became the short person. Like they used to go run around picking on short people because they were tall because all tall people pick on short people and that's just what they do. And What? Yeah, it's a tallie thing. I'll explain it here in a minute. Oh, and, God, not the tallies. Oh, the tallies. I thought you were over this. As you're getting older and more mature, I thought that maybe you were going to leave this pettiness behind it's you. It's not a petty thing. It's an actual fact, and I will prove it scientifically. So, no, the the thing with the you know the, the people with short man syndrome, they were tall, and then they became short, and then they had to join our ranks, and they're still pissed off about it. So they've got short man syndrome. If you grow up short— I don't care about being You don't know tall. anything else. I don't know anything else. You don't know I've anything I've always been the else. short person. That's, that's my life. That's, that's who I true. am. Why would I want to be something I'm not? It's like in that movie, The Descent, that I only talk about once a month. Like the, uh, the humanoid creatures that are dwelling in the caves didn't need eyesight anymore because they never knew what it was like to be able to see outside. Okay, that's your The Expanse. All right. So, uh, Courtney, in the live chat, Fun Employment even Radio. Even though I don't even love that movie, I'm now bringing, I'm going to try and bring it up as much as I possibly can. At FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live, Courtney is there saying he's getting old and grumpy. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not getting grumpy, but Sarah always tries to encourage people to pick me up. Especially tall people and short people, and I'm just gonna not, I'm gonna not shock especially the world. Tall people, regular size. So like, how can they pick me up? Regular size people pick <laughs> you up. Okay, fine, but you still have to be taller than me. Do you though? I mean, I'm, I think I could probably up? pick you up. Well, I guess. You well, could I guess I am taller try. than you though. You are not taller than me. A little bit. No, not even a smidge. Uh-huh. But I, I, uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world here right now. I'm just gonna I'm spitting truth, Sarah. Oh my god. Short people do not like to be picked up. Who you if can't you are one of those people statement for all short people. I think I can speak on behalf of short people right now. If there are any short people in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, you can speak up too. Do you like it when somebody comes over and picks you up? No, nobody likes to be picked up. It's just it's a stance. It's maybe not they do. Something... Who are you to say whether or not someone does or does not like being picked up? Oh, I'm sure you can find somebody in there. But if to be randomly picked up by people, no, it is not something. It's uh, an affront and it's wrong. And I just want to I want to bring it up. I need to bring awareness of the fact that I think a lot of tall people don't realize what they're doing. <laughs> what is this? The mountains. This is a request. Someone, as you're talking about. Tall people continuously try to put down short people and lord their height over us as though it's some kind of a. No, as though it's. (laughs) This is the tall people wanting to lift you up where you belong, Greg. (laughs) They want to give you a better view of the skies. (laughs) They want you to be able to reach that top shelf. (laughs) <laughs> they know that you really want to use those cups that you haven't touched in seven months because you just can't seem to get up that high. Well, I can't get, I can't reach the highest shelves. I know. My I house. figure you just have abandoned things up on the tops of your shelves. I don't even know what's on the tops of my shelves. I have no idea. I maybe I've looked up there before. I mean, I've got my my top shelf is the third one, and I can't reach that. But if I jump up on the oh. counter, I can. Oh, thank God. Oh yeah, no, I've become counter very. I am in a. I am adept at jumping up on counters. Like, it's just not even a thing. I can just hop right up there, squirrel up there, and get whatever's on the top shelf. And But on top of that, on the very tops of the shelves in my kitchen, I don't know what's up there. I actually don't. Now that I think about it, I don't know if I've – well, that probably doesn't speak to cleaning very well. But I, don't, I can't see it, so I just I, – I didn't think about it. Even though you're sitting there and, like, you repeatedly keep saying the phrase, I don't have short man syndrome – you sound kind of worked up for somebody that doesn't have short man syndrome. No, I don't have short man syndrome because short short people are it like angry. Seems like angry you're kind and... of. No, I'm not angry. It seems like you're a little angry. I just stand up for short people. So you're all not it is. angry. You're just uh, passionate. I'm passionate about about being short. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but, no, the, I'm just saying, tall people. You know, tall people serve a purpose too, and I'm I appreciate oh, tall so people. Oh, that's so nice of you to let them know that they have a place. We, we need the Scott world. Dallies of the world to change the light bulbs that are too high up. I mean, you know, they they serve they they serve their purposes, and there's good tall people, but there's also jerk tall people out there too that want to pick up short people and then swing you around and think that it's really funny, and it's and it's not funny. It's not funny. Maybe that's the way that they express their their care for you. No. So are you saying if somebody comes up to you at the bingo night tonight, which is happening tonight at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, <laughs> sign up, start at 6, games start at 6.30, free to play. Um, <laughs> if you if someone wanted to come there and say, say hello, if it made them feel better about expressing their caring for you by picking you up, wouldn't you want to give them that gift? No. No, I you don't. Give the, you should give them the gift give of letting them care for you. A hug is fine. I will do a hug. Like, that's okay. But no, not – like, if this is like a make-a-wish thing, like they got to pick somebody up and that's their whole deal, like, okay, then maybe we can talk. But if it's just to pick me up and swing me around, I don't, I don't want to be picked up and swung around. Maybe you I'm just a man. haven't been you – you're, you're a man. I'm a grown man. Maybe you just haven't been swung around properly yet. <laughs> Tony says Greg also really likes close talkers. Yeah, that's a, that's a personal thing. I'm not really into the close talking. If you get too close to me, I'm like, ooh. Why are you so close? I don't think, you know, close talkers. 
Like you got to be like within like six inches of my face. Talking. Yeah, that's a little awkward. That's too close. Um, Jacob in the chat said, uh, I'm trying to find where that was here. Oh, yeah. Who is a tall person. He's a tall, and he's one of the good tallies. Uh, he says, how about uh, how everyone asked me to crack their back and no one can ever repay me? <laughs> That's true. See, tall people have their problems, too. And and I I'm, I'm, get it. Jacob is very, very tall. He's quite tall. He's extremely tall. Yeah. I think he's going to be there at bingo night tonight, too, maybe. Or maybe he had something going on. I don't know. But oh, that was uh, gonna, I'm just trying to convince him, so I think he's coming. Okay, good. Hopefully. Yeah. Shame him. And, I know. And to coming. Yeah. Well, he has a father. He does have children, but... <laughs> well, you but, know. But uh, you can come out for a couple hours. Kids got to learn to grow up sometime. So. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be at a bar when they're 21. They'll be like, this is what daddy smelled like. <laughs> on those bingo nights? <laughs> ben says Scott is going to throw you on the roof of Landmark for that light bulb crack. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Scott Daly is another one of our friends, a dear friend of oh, the show. Oh, freakishly tall. But he is also another freakishly so tall. tall person. So tall. I mean, it's just such a foreign concept to me of being that tall. I just don't... I used to wear platforms a lot in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And so I always thought... Like, I always felt taller than I was because I would wear at least... Four or five inch platforms. I don't. I didn't know you back then, but I would wear like huge. Why would you wear you, what like Kiss style, like Gene Simmons platforms? Like what? Yeah, are, I'm even not like bedazzled. They'd be like black. Four boots, or but, five inches. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? I just like the way that it made my overall appearance oh. look. Oh, so let me get this. So you were trying to be taller than you were? No, I felt like it, it uh-huh, elongated no. my body in a way that made my clothes fit me better. Oh, because you felt that being tall was a better way to be. No, I just felt like having bigger like depth of my feet i didn't uh-huh. want to be taller oh well then the why that, have like, four the to five shoes inches looked. i really like the way that the big clunky shoes looked uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah no i get where you're coming from tolly sympathizer yeah so i'm saying like i saw things from a higher perspective for a long time i saw things as if i was like six feet tall mm-hmm. for years and then when i finally shrunk back down i'm like oh it's you had you they were that tall you were Tug- six feet tall you Tuggy, had six inches Tuggy's one of my oldest friends here in portland and uh and he knew me right when i moved here and he came to meet me at my apartment once and he'd never seen me with my shoes off <laughs> and i an- and i answered the door and he like looked up and then looked down he's like what the hell because i guess i was like you know a lot shorter than he thought that i was gonna be wow so you you basically lied to people for years by okay, going out that's not lying. And I'm you not, misrepresented I'm not yourself. the one that's angry at taller people. I'm not angry at taller people. Like I said, mm-hmm. tall people are wonderful, and I, I know a lot of tall people. Some tall people some are, are my, best friends. Some of my best friends people. are tall people, <laughs> which is true. Um, I'm just saying, you know, there's, uh, there's certain things that I, I feel need to get out there, and being picked up for, as a short person, as a short American, is just not something that I enjoy. So, I mean, I've already had people express to me the fact that they really want to see you and really want to pick you up tonight. And I told them that they could. So am I supposed to take that back? See, this is why you have to stop doing this. Okay, this I will now, but I've already told a few people what, that they could. you promised people that they could? Yes. Well, okay. Uh, no. No, I don't want to do it. Whoa. Okay. Only want to do things when it serves your purposes. Well, I don't want to be picked up. That's the whole point of it. I'm a man. That okay. That anyway. is exactly opposite of what you're trying to prove. <laughs> uh, Keelan in the chat says, um, uh, "You call them tallies. How the fuck are you not mad at tall people?" I'm not. I'm just calling it what it is. They're tallies. You know, I'm a short American, and Stop they're tallies. Calling yourself a short American. <laughs> that is so weird. I, I just want to. I just want to <laughs> keep doing it now, though. 
I mean, there are short people of every nationality. Oh my god, I want you to like talk to somebody who doesn't know who you are or doesn't listen to the show and just go to them like, well, as a short American, I need to tell you. And be serious about it. Yes. Actually, I think what you're forgetting about is, that, I mean, as a short American, I've got to say that I think the economic problems that we're having right now actually Oh, and then they have, they have nothing tolling. to do with your with No, your nothing height to do at all, yeah. Or being an American. No, but just identify myself constantly. <laughs> <laughs> right in on what I have to fill out a form of my ethnicity. I'm sorry. Um, I don't conform to any of these. I'm a short American. I don't see where the box is. For uh, this. Our friend Courtney in the chat says that she's also a fellow short American, and she needs a club. You guys should start a club. Absolutely, Courtney. Yeah, we got to stick together. Us short Americans got to stick together. You know, it's tough times right now for us. You know, for someone who feels like they're left out of things, like you know, like you're fighting, but that really sounds kind of exclusionary. Wait. Like your club for only short Americans. No, that's I, pretty limiting. No, I mean. Look, as a short American, I do, you know, I, I just, I, I'm very inclusive. I like everybody. You know, I, I want to include everybody in what's going on. But as a short American, there are certain things that I understand <laughs> that only other short Americans will really get. You know, maybe some short Canadians would understand. Um, you know, sh- short United Kingdom short people. I don't know how you would call them. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I just think that it's important that... You know, we we be inclusive, but we also understand where the differences are. And I think that's what I, as a short American, I just, I feel like that's an important thing for me to say. I, we need to have a bet at some point where you just <laughs> casually work that into conversations. To somebody who doesn't know? Yeah. And you just have to have like a like a two like a one minute long conversation with somebody without them pointing out the fact that you're calling. As I said, short American, because people were in this city. Because that was like your, what was that uh, thing that the flight attendant kept saying? Welcome aboard. Oh, yeah. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The flight attendant. <laughs> All right. So um, hello, everybody. And we're getting ready to – what was it? We were getting – oh, yeah. The plane was going to be delayed. All right. Hello, everyone who's going to be flying to San Francisco. Welcome aboard. So the plane is going to be delayed just a little while. Welcome aboard. And in, during that time, we'd like to ask anybody who has carry-on luggage, welcome aboard, that they would like to go ahead and check. We'll check that for free. Welcome aboard. And you can uh, come up and meet me right now. Welcome aboard to, at the desk. And we will be – uh, flying as soon as the next plane gets in. Welcome aboard, and uh, thank you very much. Welcome aboard. Yeah, you have to do that, <laughs> that with the short today. American thing. As a short American. You have to do that at bingo tonight. As a short American. Because, I mean, because sometimes people come to bingo who don't necessarily <laughs> listen to the show, like, the day of. All right, should I do it? You just... should absolutely do it. All right. What should people who listen to this, like, I guess they'll just be on the inside of the joke. I think people who are listening, well, you, you'll definitely, if you get the joke, I'm going to give you a special prize. That sounds like I'm gonna do something bad. Wow! To so Sarah, I guess <laughs> you get Sarah's special yeah, surprise. Yeah, dear, so you're either picking me up or getting Sarah's special surprise. <laughs> no, so I think if as um, every time you say uh, as a small American, mm-hmm. as a short American, as a short American, uh, I think people should have to say welcome aboard. <laughs> welcome aboard. Uh-huh. Okay, when I, whenever I say it, mm-hmm. all right. As and if a, I hear someone, and then uh, you know, whenever I hear someone say something, at least aboard. for the first time, I, I hear them. <laughs> all right, I'll give them a special. Such prize. a one percent joke. It's all such right. a one percent joke. But you know what? We're here because of our one percenters. So That's I true. don't care. All right. So as a short American, welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb. <laughs> it's awesome. It's perfect. It is so dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there we go. I just, I hope I've educated some people. As a short American, I just want to, you know, educate, and that's one of the main things. Education is very important. It is. But I mean, you as a short American. <laughs> Courtney says my husband is going to think we we're both crazy. He's never listened to the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, he's going to be in for something. But it's so uh, bingo night tonight. 
Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, with our wonderful sponsors, Reka Vodka, mm-hmm. filtered through a thousand volcanic fields in Iceland. It's All the a- volcanic fields. It's not a thousand, but it's pretty good. And it's, mm. it is filtered through volcanic fields, and it's, it's fantastic. And our other sponsor, Small Town Brewery. Small Town, uh, the purveyors of Not Your Father's Root Beer, which will be there. And we've got our special grand prize tonight. Seriously, this, and this is all free. This is awesome. Yep, it's the, free. The grand prize tonight is two passes for the PDX Pedicab Distillery Row Tour. And that means it's that not badass. only it's awesome. So our friends at uh, PDX Pedicab uh, hooked us up with this. So not only do you get to ride, so you, know, you just go there. You get to ride in the back of a pedicab, which is awesome if you've never done it. There's no better way to see the city and feel totally lazy while watching someone else exercise and go you around. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's amazing. Um, not only that, but uh, you also get a gift certificate with that. Uh, both of you do um, for the two people who win. Plus, all of your tastings for the entire distillery tour are covered. Yeah, and we so, have a lot of distilleries here so in you Portland. Have trans- yeah, you have transportation. You have all your tastings covered, and you get a guest certificate, and that's going to be our grand prize tonight. And yeah. we're super excited. And we were talking to Kyle yesterday, and it sounds like you get a lot of booze if you want it for those tastings. Yeah. Like, you get to go, so take, go to all take these public different public transport to the pedicab, yeah. and then... And then let... And then uh, take public... And then let them cart your drunk ass around, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's an awesome tour. I'm, I want to do it. Yeah, plus you get to see, like, a, and also uh, behind the curtain, we're kind of near Distillery Row, so uh, if you are... You know, if you do take the tour, you kind of get to see our neck of the woods. This is kind of yeah. where we hang out. Where it's, it's uh, true. Where we make our the rough and tumble short streets American of magic. Fun employment radio as a short American. Yes. All right. Where the bats are still on the property. <coughs> oh yeah, bats is the neighborhood gang. Yeah. That's true. We see you see get to see their tags. Very scary tags. The bats. Mm-hmm. I saw something tagged on the on a building down the street and it just said muffin. What? It said Muffin. Is that a gang name? I don't know, but it was like all in like gang scrawl. That's a weak gang name. It was, I know. I was like, I thought the bat was up, cupcake, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cupcake, bitch. <laughs> they call me Raspberry Scone. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah. Little croissant. <laughs> I need water. Greg, you're kind of funny today. Because <sighs> I'm broken. <laughs> I know, you are broken. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, today's a national holiday I think that you'll like, because I know that you're a particular fan of this food, because you talk about it a bit. Greg, you like toast? Yeah. It's National Toast Day. Did you enjoy some toast this morning? Oh, I didn't, actually. No, I like toast. It's basic. It's dry. Kind of like you. You don't have to put too many condiments on it. I put peanut butter and jelly on it. That's what I do. That's my favorite kind of toast. Peanut butter and jelly toast? Yeah. Well, it is National Toast Day uh, for 2017. Uh, so the first National Toast Day was uh, created back in 2014. Okay. Why do we need a National Toast Day, exactly? Well, it said uh, the whole thing began as a way to make people happier in an otherwise boring month. Says <laughs> Disrespecting every other thing. You know, oh. it's Black History Month. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Snooze alert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toast is more exciting. <laughs> wow, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> it's a woman, Carolyn Kenyon. Wow, Fuck you, Carolyn. Carolyn. Ken- I didn't read this horrible woman's word. <laughs> such a boring. And an otherwise boring month. Wow, Carolyn Kenyon. You should probably reword your press statement about National Toast Day. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason uh, that she did lots of research on this, and she said the reason that it's National Toast Day is because toast makes people happy. 
Toast I mean, I guess. I mean, really I, look, I, I like toast, but I'm not like a <laughs> ecstatic about it. All right, let's get let's get away from that story. All right. Out of Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, to be precise, a man told police that no, 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 he was not responsible for shooting his girlfriend. It was, in fact, his dog's fault. His dog shot his girlfriend. How exactly did that happen? It was the dog. Well, Brian Murphy, boyfriend of the year, told officers he let his dog diesel outside after the dog woke him up. Now, when they both returned to the bedroom, the room was completely dark. It was then Brian Murphy said that Diesel walked in before him, and he saw a flash and heard a bang. Oh, my God. Oh, this is great. Brian Murphy's girlfriend, Summer Miracle. What? Her name is Summer Miracle? Summer Miracle was shot by Brian Murphy's dog, Diesel. Oh, wow. Summer Miracle. Summer Miracle. Spelled exactly as it sounds. What is that a miracle her last name or That's what it, it looks like. Those are the two Summer and Miracle. Well, Brian Murphy claims that Diesel jumped on the nightstand where my gun was sitting and it went off shooting Summer Miracle in the Why right leg. Why is your gun on the nightstand a loaded Do you really a loaded Do you weapon really think that Diesel the dog the safety shot off. Summer Miracle? But even as an excuse like Wow. Well, so what happened to her? She, she... Uh, Summer Miracle's alive. Okay. Uh, she's uh, not. She's fine with non-life-threatening injuries. However, Summer Miracle told authorities that she was asleep when the bullet struck her and that she wasn't sure how she was shot. <laughs> it wasn't until after that Brian Murphy told her that Diesel was the one that shot her. Diesel did it. Diesel Bad did it. Bad dog. I never hurt you, Summer Miracle. You my heart, Summer Miracle. Wow. You my heart. Heart. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. From Florida man to Florida woman. A Florida woman has been arrested after allegedly chasing her ex-boyfriend by pulling knives from her bra and attacking him. <laughs> she keeps knives in her bra? Knives in, which, by the way, hi, I wear a bra. That does not seem like it would be safe. You know I mean, like, obviously oh, I don't know for sure, but that would seem a little risky. I mean, I've like stuck things. Well, I guess if you stick them in your cleavage... But the pointy side up? No, but then I'd be afraid I'd like, move forward and like, stop myself. What about throwing stars? Would you be able to put throwing stars in there? No. Okay. Throwing stars? Yeah. This is like skin. I don't want to put throwing stars. Okay, anyway, so this girl's 19 years old. You pack a lot more of them in, though. Old, en- okay. uh, old enough to know better. Lauren Myra Smith. She's accused of attacking her ex-boyfriend, Robert Dickinson, or Dickerson, excuse me, with knives that she had hidden inside of her bra. Well, this happened about noon this past Monday. Smith was caught trespassing on Dickerson's property. The uh, call led the landlord of Dickerson's property to issue a trespass warning to Dickerson's recent ex-girlfriend. Okay. At about 11.15 that night, she returned to the scene and engaged in an altercation with Dickerson. During the argument, she pulled out not one but two knives from her bra and began to attack Dickerson. Wow. Who sustained lacerations on his hand as he tried to stop the blades from coming. Two knives. So she's just sitting there like... Just like a... Bra knife ninja. Oh. Uh, so he ran to a neighbor's home, but Smith followed him, knives in hand and close behind. This time, picking up a screwdriver along the way it's, and trying to hit him with what's that. What's this woman's name? I've got to look up a picture of her. She's actually, she's a pretty girl. Uh, Lauren Myra Smith. Lauren. She just looks like a young, Myra dumb teenager. Smith. How old was she? <laughs> 19. Okay. Well, witnesses were able to restrain and disarm Smith before the police arrived. She was arrested, charged with trespassing, aggravated assault, armed burglary, and aggravated battery, and taken to Bay County Jail, 
where she is currently being held on $40,000 bond. I can't find her. Lauren? L-O-R-E-N. Oh, oh, okay. Panama City Knives. Lauren Panama City Knives. Okay, I'll find her. Okay. Just so everybody knows, I'm Googling furiously right now. Yes, I'm so glad. Gotta take a look at this. A lot of stuff happening in Florida. The setup. What else could you... I mean, I guess that's a good spot to, like, store things. Says the person who doesn't wear a bra and doesn't have breasts. Uh, the thing is, does, were they sheathed or was it just like a bare knife in there? Because that does seem a little risky. That does seem risky, right? I don't know if she's had two knives and she was like... Throwing like stars, though. A throwing star bra where uh, the throwing stars have little pockets on the sides, like around the ribs. But then you can stab yourself in the armpits? No. Or if you like go to the no, side? No, because you put them all the yourself? way in the pocket. So on the side part, like the rib part of it. And then you could have throwing stars in there, and then you cross your arms, and you pull them out, and phew, and you throw them. You sound like the guy that came up with the vagina glue idea. I, am not do, I do not have that. <laughs> it's like, I'm not quite sure how no, these things work, I'm suggesting, but I'm sure that it would be awesome. I think there's ladies out there that would like to have throwing stars on them, and I think if it was properly designed, it could be a pretty badass little defensive, like hidden weapon kind of. Throwing star, bam. More pokey weapons out of Florida. Brooksville, Florida. A Florida man has been arrested after police say he swung not one, but they have to work in twos here in Florida. Not one, but two swords at customers in the parking lot. Goodness. Of, what do you think the parking lot is? Walmart. Walmart. Yes, police responded to a weapons disturbance at Walmart. The store manager had called to report a person swinging swords around in the parking lot and looking at customers. When officers arrived, they found Shannon Longshank. With two swords on Shannon him. Shannon Longshank? Longshank. Oh. How do you spell it? L-O-N space S-C-H-E-N-C-K. Shannon uh-huh. Longshank with two swords on him. Then he appeared to be under the influence of drugs and alcohol. No. Well, in the investigation. No. No. He's making good decisions in a Walmart parking lot swinging around swords. Well, in the investigation, uh, police officers discovered that... Shannon Lonshank was in a fighting stance and unsheathed his swords while approaching customers getting out of their cars. Oh, well, boy. Now, this guy, he looks like the guy that would be doing that. He does look like it. He does yeah. look like it. Uh, and uh, Lonshank had marijuana on him and a glass pipe with marijuana residue. It's he not is, the marijuana, though, that makes him go. That's crack. Yeah. Uh, he's been charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, possession of drugs, and marijuana. Three counts of possession of a weapon by a convicted felon. Yeah, it's not the marijuana that's making him swing swords at people. How do we know? I mean, it's the devil's reefer, lettuce. Reefer madness, that's right. The devil's lettuce, yeah. <laughs> and finally, a story. 44 years old. How do you get to be 44 years old running around a parking lot? You know this isn't his first rodeo. No, he's done this before. Oh. He has to have. Maybe he hasn't gotten caught before. And you leave for the day and like, oh, you know what? I forgot. I guess I better bring my bring a sword. You know what? I'm going to bring two swords because I may just need one. One might them. not be enough. I need both of them. I should probably bring two. Time to go to Walmart now. Should I show them the dance of my swords? Maybe he was just trying to entertain them. Yeah. He could have been. Possible. Well, no, he said it was in a fighting stance. I wonder what that means. He's crouched down or something. Well, I would assume so. Yeah. Maybe like with both swords. Oh, both swords out to the side. I'm assuming like in a, that he looked really like nimble. Electra or something. Yes, he looked like a 
Like a 44-year-old Florida man version of Electra. I think he had more the one arm straight and the other arm up over his head, like a ninja style. Like So you have both swords pointing at the same person. And then that way you can swing around and do a twirl if you need to. Yes, I'm sure he was twirling gracefully all around the Florida Walmart parking lot. All right. And finally, I have a story uh, out of Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City, council has repealed a nearly 40-year-old law that legitimately made it illegal to dance in the city limits within 500 feet of churches or schools. Illegal to dance within the 500 40, feet? Within the past 40 years, you could be arrested if you were dancing. So this is like real-life footloose, Where was this Greg. at? Real-life footloose. I've missed where it was at. Um, let's see. It says Oklahoma City. I mean, I'm within 500 feet of a church. It, it'd be hard not to be within. Well, I guess that's that's a pretty a, big a radius. church or a school. Like that's oh well, yeah, yeah that's a lot. Uh, an ordinance was repealed by a unanimous vote. Oh, so it's in Henrietta City, Henrietta City in Oklahoma. Uh, this past Tuesday night, Joni Isabella, who co-owns a marketplace. In town. She's a busybody, this one. Don't you want to be there just to call the police on somebody? Like, uh, excuse me, there's somebody dancing right now. No, so she said she was reminded of the ordinance after it was brought to her attention when she was going to have a Valentine's Day dance at her business. But since she lives, since her business is right down the street from a church, she wasn't allowed to have it. because Wait, who told her she couldn't have it? The city council. So she she was forced to cancel the dance after the city's chamber of commerce Posted about it on Facebook, and the residents responded angrily. Uh, Who, she said, "Wait, so somebody responded some curmudgeon on yeah, wow, on the Henrietta City Council decided to tattle on the Valentine's Day dance. What kind of small town bullshit is that? Oh, that's a sad person. That's sad. Uh, let's see. So Joni says we just wanted to have a good, clean, fun event. As I said." I know we're in the Bible Belt. We weren't having any alcohol or anything. We just wanted to be fun for the community. It was just a dance. <laughs> uh, so she said the the church people weren't the problem. They come over all the time. They weren't the ones that had the problem. Uh, the residents had forgotten about the law, which was reportedly put into place to prevent the construction of a dance club on Main Street 40 years earlier. Oh, my God. So the mayor said what I heard was that it was to prevent a bar that they wanted to build a, with a dance club on Main Street. And they thought the drunkenness of the people walking up and down Main Street would be a nuisance to the people of the city. So we decided to ban dancing. <sighs> there are still a couple other cities. They don't specify who, but there are uh, some other cities around the U.S. that do actually have similar ordinances. Really? Mm-hmm. So there you have it. If you go and visit Henrietta, Oklahoma, you can just dance the night away. Dance in those streets. Do it. Be a rebel. The streets belong to you. That's your world crazy. It's pretty good. As a short American, we wouldn't stand for that. We're all for if people want to dance. You're a man. Uh, you're a if man people want to dance, yeah, we're absolutely for it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be against I it. I like to dance. I'm not good at it. I used to go dancing. I shouldn't admit that. Oh, I, I wish I had said that I think that you've out said loud. that before, and then you said that exact same thing after you said that. I've gone... <laughs> I used to go to a place here called the Good Foot. Oh yeah, I had an old roommate that loved that place. Yeah, I'd go there not every weekend, but at least twice a month. I'd go there and then drink a lot, and then go out on the floor and think that I could dance. There was a lot of like horn music. 
like kind of what do you mean horn music like there were they'd have bands down there with like horns and stuff and like use your words what what kind like of trumpets like like trumpets like like what kind of music was it i don't know i don't dancey music was it like world music swing was it like, music kind of okay there we're getting somewhere yeah, did it really didn't matter. Shiny, did you wear your shiny flame shirt? I, I've never had a shiny flame shirt. I did wear a silk shirt. Mm. And then I would go out onto the floor and and I, I would dance, which was mostly consists of running around in circles. And uh, and then I would try to pick up on girls. And that's what I would do. That was my whole – that was a whole jam. Yeah, so not a lot's changed, right? <laughs> not, a whole, not a whole lot is different. I just don't dance as much anymore. Oh. I don't dance. Don't dance as much anymore. <sighs> I don't dance like I used to, that's for sure. I guess there's just no reason to go out there. But now, now I'm just the old guy in the corner. I'd still like to have fun, but it doesn't seem right. I guess my time's passed. It's true, because people look at you like, why is that old guy here? Our time's passed me by. Like you used to think that you had rhythm, and now people, like the 20-somethings, are looking at you desperately trying to cling on to that little sliver of youth, being like, always trying to dance. And it goes from being cute to just being sad. Yeah. But so still, now you I just I sit at home. I watch The Expanse. Pretend I'm somewhere else. Somewhere where maybe I could be happy again. You know where you could be happy? Yeah, there's my files on my computer. Tonight at the Landmark Saloon. Oh, yeah, okay, that'd be good. Yeah, All bingo right. night. Bingo makes everybody happy. That's true. It takes literally no skill. Just go there, and you have just as good a chance as anybody as winning some cool prizes. So come on down. Yeah. Come give us a hug. Absolutely. Fun Employment Radio, Fred. bingo night. Do not pick me up. And uh, and come on down. Big thank you to Small Town Brewery and Reka Vodka and PDX Pedicab for the wonderful grand prize. And we have some other prizes, too, that we'll be giving oh, away. Yeah. So there's plenty of chances to win all at Landmark Saloon tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific time, if you are here in the... Uh, in the Portland metro area. Even if you're not in the Portland metro area. Well, I mean, you've got to be somewhere. I'm not going to say take a flight in today, but I, I mean, will. if you wanted to. Yeah. If you have the money and you want to fly in. You do have time. You can certainly fly yeah, in. a few today. hours. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. You could certainly do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fly in for the event. Um, um, all right. I also want to say this. Now, I brought up the tax thing. And the issue that I lost those files, which is my fault because I, it's my job to keep those organized. But what's going to happen is I'm going to get that over to a professional to help out. And that is Gilbert at H&R Block. Gilbert is our fine tax professional or tax accountant for uh, Fun Employment Radio. Our friend Jacob in the chat uh, just booked an appointment with uh, with Gilbert. Oh, that's great. And he's meeting up with him next week. He is awesome. I've been talking to him about what's going on. He's like, yeah, sorry, and. Uh, this the problem on my end. I've got to fix, and then he is going to take it over from there and help out tons. And it's so comfortable having him uh, having him to handle all that business. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to deal with it. Yeah. And so we, we really appreciate him. And you can set up an appointment yourself with Gilbert by calling five zero three two three three. 0447. 0447-503-233-0447. Ask for Gilbert at H and R Block and set yourself up a tax appointment. Awesome. As a short American, I just appreciate what somebody else being able to handle there? those kinds of things that I can't. Don't pick me up. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful people. 
Tomorrow on the show, uh, it'll be kind of a split show tomorrow, but at around 9.30 a.m., we'll be joined by Dana Gould. Awesome. If you're a live subscriber, you can, of course, tune in and uh, and join us. Join us, listen live. Anytime, you can pop in there. You can take a look at the back chat. We've got the exclusive shows in the archives. All that if you're a live subscriber, funemploymentradio.com slash live or subscribe. Either one, $6.99 a month. First week is free. I want to give a big shout out to Brian and Brad. They both subscribed yesterday. Thank you so much, along with everybody else who awesome. subscribes. It helps uh, keep our station running. Keeps the lights on and the internet running. The World Wide Web's afloat. What? I don't know. Denigold. And then we'll have our regular show at noon tomorrow. At noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. All right. I'm going to make it through. You can do it, Greg. I'm going to survive. Are you trying to quote Independence Day and doing it poorly? No, I'm not trying to. You're going to live on. You're going to survive. No, I don't remember it all. How, how it I goes. do, but I'm not going to repeat it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't deserve it. You don't even... Oh, it's a good You're one. ungrateful. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a really great speech. I don't need to repeat it verbatim over and over. Mm. You can have it memorized. Okay. All right. Oh, also, if There's you... There's uh, speeches in the expanse. If you... Oh, shut up. Good. And also, if you had purchased a tote bag, I'm going to have them with me tonight, so... Um, oh, tote bags. Yeah. So I'm going to bring them but with me. But we won't have any extra ones for sale because they are sold out. However, come down and see us anyway. Funemploymentradio.com. We'll be at the Landmark Saloon, 447 South East Division. Fun Employment Radio. Bingo and I will be back tomorrow. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Radio.